Welcome to Boots on the Street Podcast. Welcome, everyone. We're going to end tonight. Tonight's show is special. It's time for us to wake up. The time is now. We've been on snooze too damn long. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it, America. But tonight is a special show. This is for all America, but I'm specifically talking to Black America tonight. Tonight, I'm talking to the babies, the youngins out there. I'm talking to your parents out there tonight. What in the world are we feeding the babies? What are we exposing them to? What information, spirituality, are we allowing them to be exposed to? We have to have this talk. Shit has hit the fan, as they say. I'm your host, the Red Baron. Welcome to Boosting the Streets podcast. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to start tonight's show off with, you know, I'm a man of age, almost 42 years old. And that's young, but it's old compared to the shit that's going on out here in America. I grew up in the 80s, born in 79, grew up in the 80s. I grew up in a time where we had groups like the Nation of Gods and Earth, the 5%. Shout out to the gods, peace to the gods. I grew up around the Nation of Islam. Used to be out in the streets on the sidewalk. I grew up around Orthodox Muslim, Assalamu alaikum. I grew up around Black Panther members. I'm talking about the original Black Panthers, not this thing you see out there today. I grew up in a time where reading books and being conscious, a conscious, upright, civilized human being was something that a lot of us in the community were striving to be. Grew up in an era where you heard 5% lingual, nature of God's earth lingual in the music from Big Daddy Kane, Rock Kim, Brand Nubian, and many, many others. Poor Righteous Teachers. I grew up when you had X-Clan. I'm talking to somebody out there tonight. Even though you had NWA, they was conscious on a political level from a West Coast perspective. I grew up in an era where boys were boys, men was men, girls were girls, and women was women. Were we perfect back then? No. But there was something called the unified black civilized family. Mom, dad, children. No funny stuff. I grew up with a grandmother, a big mama. I grew up with moral values was respected and honored. Your elders was honored. When somebody gave you knowledge and wisdom, you took that and you held it close. Because that might save your life one day out here. It used to be 5%ers out in the streets, Nation of Islam out in the street. And I remember this era when, if you go look at Phil Donahue and Farrakhan was young back then. And it's funny because back then, you know, and 
Black Americans, we have been guilty of allowing the dominant culture to tell us how to think, how to behave, how to act, what we should believe in, and we turn on each other. We don't recognize when we have blessings in our community and as a people. And tonight, I'm really talking to my people, my people, my community. Farrakhan took many men that went to jail and some that didn't go to jail, but that might've been on path of self-destruction and he elevated them to righteous, civilized human beings, made them family men, productive citizens of society. Same thing with the nation of God's earth in the Moorish Science Temple of America. Islam to my Moors out there. Shout to Sheikh Way L, aka Lord Abba. I grew up in a time, even if you didn't know your lessons 100% word from word, you had a working knowledge of it and you knew right from wrong. There were codes. We was on code as a community where we didn't engage in certain behaviors. And we protected our children. There were sometimes certain shows on TV. And my dad said, no, my son can't watch that. Or my mom said, turn the channel. That's inappropriate for him. Say, where are you going with this, Red Baron? Where are you going with this? Where I'm going with this is, fast forward 2021, where is our moral value? What are we standing on as a black community? It seemed like we lost our damn minds. And I noticed this specifically in the black community. We have adopted and allowed every toxic behavior you could find in society, every form of lower self, we have adopted that and embraced that as part of our culture. Women don't want to be women. Men don't want to be men. And then if you are dating somebody, nobody don't want to you know, work together as a unison, as a couple, as a relationship. Why? Because society done put it in our women's head that they need to rebel. They need to be boisterous. Society has put it in our men's mind that you need to have more than one girl. And having one girl means that you less of a man. You need to be a playboy. Matter of fact, you might be really playing with the boys in this day and age. This is where we're at. And it's funny because none of this, we was against this in the 60s, 70s, 50s, and so forth, and the 80s. And they, we took organizations like the Nation of Gods and Earth, More Science Temple, the Nation of Islam, and other sects of Islam. And I say that because I'm going somewhere with that tonight. We took those groups and we demonized them. We allowed mainstream media to say that they was toxic. We shouldn't listen to them. They were racist, uh, anti-Semite. Because they'll teach us self-love. They'll teach us that we should indulge in drugs and alcohol, that we should treat our women honorably. Our women need to walk upright honorably. They should not be out in the street with their nipples and titties and vaginas hanging out. They should not engage in lewd behavior where they float both ways. This was being taught to us. And we was told as a black race that this philosophy, schools, or thoughts was toxic and bad for our people. Fast forward. We didn't embrace everything that's bad. You got Lil Nas X twerking on the devil's dick, popping his butt cheeks. I can't take my woman out without somebody, uh, another woman that's a lesbian or bisexual, wherever they are, trying to hit on her. And I'm, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was in a spot in Columbia, South Carolina, and this wasn't my girl. This was another guy out there with a beautiful chocolate sister. And this girl, you know, I saw her when she came in. You know, she looked good. She was a light-skinned chick. Say she was from Texas, had a big butt and everything. She gets a few drinks in her. She goes over. No respect. 
What does she do? She starts hitting on the girl at the bar while she's there with her boyfriend. She starts twerking, puts her vagina on the girl's knee. Now the girl's sitting on the other side of me, and I'm like, yo, you go both ways? She's like, I go with whoever likes me. That's a lust demon. I respect people if, fine, if you homosexual or lesbian, whatever, that's your ish, if that's what you're into. But the problem is when you use that and to your advantage to grope other women that don't go that way in the street, to make lewd comments about women that don't go that way in the street. I have heard them say reckless things while I'm out with my daughter to another woman in the street. I had to close my daughter's ears. I had to cover their ears. And what I'm saying is if a man threw his genitalia on a woman's leg at a fine eating establishment, he'll be called by the cops will be called on him and he'll be hauled off and he'll have a sexual harassment charge on his record. This is the double standards of society. And I noticed this because I see white lesbians. I don't see too many Hispanics or Asians. I know they're out there. But in the black community, it's like we're the most raunchiest about everything. I've never seen a white lesbian grope another girl that's out with her man. And the man stepped in and said, yo, you need to back off my shorty. The girl stepped in and said something to, you know, my principal, I think the girl should have stepped up and said something a little earlier, you know. Um, because I'm not letting no dude throw his genitalia up on me if that's not my thing. But the point I'm making is why we got to be the worst of the worst. Why every toxic, bad thing in society that's immoral, why we have to embrace it and be on the front line for it? And like I said, a lot of stuff is not even about homosexuality. This is about a lust demon. People out here hide behind the term of being homosexual or gay or lesbian. You're not that. That's not who you are. You just want to bang every and anything to the point that you be out here touching little children too. Churches won't even speak on it. And that's why I'm saying something about the church in Islam tonight. The church won't even speak on it. Why? You go out here to the one church here in Columbia, South Carolina, they have a section with a rainbow velvet like rope. For them, they have their own section of church. Of course, the pastors don't say anything about that. Why? Because of the fact that their members that are like that are the biggest tithes payers. They contribute to the church. See, growing up Muslim, you, could, you can't do that in Islam. You're not coming in the mosque. And I say that because we need stability and structure. <coughs> oh, pardon me, America. The black community needs stability and structure. We need discipline amongst our women and men. We need to get back to the basics where our boys grow up to be healthy men and our girls grow up to be healthy women. Where we learn to work together as man and woman instead of to hate each other. What are we teaching our children? We teach them heterosexual or healthy relationships or healthy communication between men and women is bad, but we let our kids watch Little Nas X with demonic stuff on YouTube and on music stations. Making sneakers that have blood inside of them. Why is this being perpetuated onto the black community? Why is divorce, wedlock, both genders can't get along, you can't be in the same room, we hate each other. And I'm gonna tell you something, people say, that's not true bullshit, let me tell you something. In the 90s, I remember seeing black magazines, black man come home. Why the black woman don't do this? We're the only race attacking each other on ma magazine cover. If you go in a grocery store waiting in line and you go read the cover of the magazine, you don't see People magazine bashing white men and white women. 
There's no Telemundo or Hispanic magazine bashing their men and women. The Asians ain't doing it. Why, as black people, we accept the worst elements of society into our culture? Now, they knew we had a problem with gays. They knew we felt uncomfortable about that because, believe it or not, let me tell you something. Y'all go for all this phony-ass Black Lives Matter, which really means uh, Black Lesbian March. Um, Y'all go for all that rhetoric. There was a time we, we didn't get down like that. The black community is far more conservative than what y'all know it to be today. And they're trying to paint the picture that we this extreme, anything goes liberal community. But that liberal behavior, what has it produced in the last 20 years in the black community? What has this extreme left behavior, how has it benefited the black community? You have more children being born out of wedlock, Less marriages taking place. Black women and men can't get along with each other. They hate each other. Black women dipping out with a homegirl. The black man dipping out with his homeboy. They laying in bed together. And, but nobody not raising the kids. Nobody not teaching the kids moral values. Nobody not telling our kids you're not supposed to carry guns, join gangs. You're supposed to go to school and get your education. We blaming everybody else for our problems. There was a time where I knew fathers would discipline their boys if they showed them showing any type of feminine trait. Now we telling them, no, it's all right. They're supposed to do that. It's not about gay homosexuality. It's even about spirituality stuff, the demonic forces and stuff, oh, all this demonic thing. And I, I'll talk to another girl on Facebook one day. I said, she's like, yeah, I'm anti religion I said, no, you just anti-structure and discipline. And that's why you have chaos going on inside your life. Because religion gives you structure. Some religion. See, in Islam, they teach us to be structured. They teach us to study our lower selves so we can eliminate it and then we can become better within our higher selves. They teach us to be righteous, civilized human beings. They give us knowledge and wisdom and understanding where we make proper and healthy decisions. See, the church, I can't get down with that because I don't know, I'm here in South Carolina, but most guys I find that go to church that are in their 20s and 30s, them jokers seem a little soft and feminine. I don't trust them. They just don't seem masculine. They, they, they don't seem like protectors of the community, of the kids, of women. They seem soft. And that's what the church produces, soft. <clears throat> you ain't going to run up on a Muslim, a black Muslim, the same way you run up on a black church member. You're not. We're not going for that rhetoric. We're just not. We're not. We're built different. We're protectors. We're leaders. We're masculine. We're with, if you a woman out there and you try to raise your son to be a good man, we're the image of what you want to see your sons be, not what you see in church, not Kenny that go to church. Hey, you don't want that. But what do we feed our children? We, I remember growing up arguing with the teachers about Black History Month. Why Black History Month not taught in school? Why we can't learn this that? Why we not learn about Malcolm X? Now they will teach you about sexuality, gender neutrality, erasing genders, all this stuff is being taught to the kids in school, but you that fast in less than eight years, but you still can't teach kids about the Moors in Spain. You still can't teach them about black people being in America long before Columbus got over here, you, or how Columbus saw an Islamic mosque on the mountaintops of Cuba. Or we can't talk about black Wall Street and black entre entrepreneurship in the early 20s and 30s and how we, if they did it then, we could do it now. We don't teach our kids and our community things that matter, but we allow the school and society to pump 
left-wing, extreme, radical behavior that is anti-family, anti-man and woman onto our children. What do you think going to happen to our children when they turn 18, 21? You don't neutralize them. Now they call them slaves, involuntary servants. And we're allowing this to be forced on our community. Every time you turn a TV commercial, there's a black man in a commercial. Why he got to be gay? Every time you see a black woman in a commercial with a, with a partner, why is it that she's with a white man? Knowing that white men were the biggest component against interracial dating. They were the biggest component against interracial dating. They couldn't stand it. How many black males they hung because they, they said hi to a white woman? White men don't like interracial dating, but you let this left-wing media, every time you turn on TV car commercial, you see the sister in the passenger seat with the mixed kids in the back and a white husband. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I grew up in Rockland County, New York. Shout out to the 845. I remember I remember white dads coming out. You, yo, you keep your nigga ass away from my white daughter. I remember that. That was in 1994. New York. New York. This is brainwashing the kids, teaching them lies. Then your child got to grow up and have that nigga moment. Let's touch on what Dwayne Wright. Tragedy. What happened? Tragedy. Indeed. Much respect to his family. Tragedy. But I had a problem. You got this George Floyd case on TV. What world you live in, young black man? I know your mother's white and you mixed, but you still a black man. What world do you live in? And you see this brother George Floyd is dead by somebody putting a knee on the neck and you want to challenge the police and try to jump out the car. Yes, the woman, the cop, was wrong for shooting him because I don't believe that she knew she pulled out the wrong. I don't believe that story that she pulled out the wrong weapon. I'm prior law enforcement. Bullshit. A, a, a nine millimeter feels different from a taser. The, the trigger, the weight of it, everything. And you got it in different holsters. Your weapon is on your hip. Most tasers on your chest. We're not going into the case. I just don't believe her story and she was wrong for what she did. But Dwayne Wright was wrong, too, for fighting back with the cops. In the plight of what black men are going through with police officers, whether it's right or wrong, why did you try to challenge the police? You should have just got in the backseat of the car and call your parents when you went downtown. Preferably your father. And let me tell y'all something, America. If you don't have a man in the house, which a lot of you sisters don't, you better go find a strong, rational, level-headed man that's not on drugs, not on the corner trying to be a thug or something, or be a rapper at the age of 42. You better go find a stable man that could mentor your child or somebody that you trust your son with and give him that man phone number and tell that man, my son get a truck, can he call on you for help? Because he called his mother. His mother was emotionally, she was a mother. She was a mother, but she was a white mother too. And she she wasn't, her head was in the right space. I, let me talk to the cop. No, I ain't talking to the cop. Your son's a grown man. Cops don't want to talk to you. He in trouble with the cops. Now, if you call somebody, you should call his dad. His dad would told him, son, sit your behind down. Listen to what the cops say. Do not make no fast move. Listen to them. Just shut up. Give them your license registration. If they put handcuffs on you, shut up. Go downtown. We'll bail you out and handle it from there. If you need to have a man to tell your son, shut your damn mouth. Lay down on the ground. Put your hands out. Don't make no sudden move. Don't reach in your pockets. Don't run. Don't curse out the cop. You need a stable, strong black man that can teach your kids that, preferably your son. Now, a lot of Society that allow for the sisters to run off these strong black men. And these same sisters be like, there ain't no man out here to mentor my kids. Well, when you had a man, you ran them off. You allow this left-wing family court system to tell you, you don't need a man. It's funny how they only tell you black women that. 
that you don't need a man. But your sons is being gunned down like damn straight dogs in the street. Your sons being locked up for all type of crimes for five to ten years. Your son's the one that's turned away from job. But they tell you, you don't need a man. They tell it to you black women. They don't tell it to the Asians. They don't tell it to the Hispanics. The Arabs. Anybody. They tell it to you. You allow them to brainwash you. To teach you to hate your man. You going against the laws of nature now. Show me a species where you see two women species raising the young. I'll wait. We're all over the place. We don't know where we want to be. We upside down. Everybody sucking each other off. Everybody eating each other out. Everybody groping somebody chick. We're all over the place. And you wonder why our kids are out of control. It is our fault, parents. You wonder why the kids are out of control. We live in a time now where, oh, you don't, you're not supposed to tell your kid to do Let them do what they want. Let them dress how they want. Do what they want. Oh, mom, you know what? I want to be gender neutral. I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy. Okay. You're not a guy? Go do a crime and see what, what jail cell they put you in. What section of the prison they put you in. Go do a crime. You'll find out real fast you got a gender. Real fast you got a gender. What are we feeding the kids? What are we allowing our kids to watch on TV? Rhetoric. Garbage. Look at love and hip-hop. Love and hip-hop. You already got women growing up in unstable households. No dad. Mom might be on drugs or mom don't know how to communicate healthily. All she does is curse and yell. And then she watches Love and Hip Hop and the kids is watching it and they don't see no image of positive communication skills. So they think every time they get upset, A, they shut down emotionally where they can't express how they feel because they lack the vocabulary to express how they feel. Or B, B, they, they turn to cursing someone out, throwing something, pulling out weapons on some ghetto stuff. I had talked with somebody. I said, yo, your friend not rational. No, they were upset about X, Y, Z. I said, I understand that. But the way they respond showed they're not a rational person. Because if you respond reckless all the time because you see something visually, when do you use your brain up there to respond rationally? That's why you have irrational people and rational people. Rational people say, hey, I know something might look bad, but let me slow it down and calm down and see the whole picture before I make my decision. And rational people just go off of what they see without no story. They don't see anything, they don't know anything, and they just flip out. That's a rational person. That's the love and hip hop culture. Why do we allow shows like this on TV? These shows should not be on VH1. They shouldn't be seen. Why? Because little kids is watching them. Our society is falling apart. How many mass shootings have we had? Look at this 13-year-old boy get shot in Chicago. Now, I don't blame the cops for that one. Tragedy that he shot, yes, but guess what? Why are you outside at 2 a.m., 13-year-old? Why you got a gun on you? I don't know about y'all, but look, when you chase anybody through an alley at 2 a.m. and you saw them with a weapon, that's a dangerous situation, especially if you were in Chicago. I don't give a damn what your training is. In the military, if we over in Iraq running through alley, it's dangerous chasing somebody. You step on a bomb, somebody could pop out a door and pop you in the head. It's dangerous. But where's this kid's parents at? Why is he out in the street? Why? Why is he out in the street? We need to start asking ourselves these questions. What are we feeding the babies out there? You allow them to tell you 5% of the nation, gods of earth, information by supreme lessons is bad. Mathematics, bad. More scientific, bad. Nation of Islam, bad. 
What are your kids expiring to be? What is moral character like? Got 13-year-old girls walk around the house with boy underwears on they had on backwards. Girls. When does it stop? Who do we keep blaming for this garbage that we allow into our homes? You know, we got our women in music calling themselves savages. We don't take a stand for nothing. Y'all had eight years of Michelle Obama in office and our women come out even worse. Oh, we don't have positive image. You had Michelle Obama for eight years. Have you changed your ways? Have you stopped drinking 40, stopped smoking cigarettes, stopped cursing every time you get upset? No, you haven't. You got more ratchet, more ghetto. You made more babies. The culture is literally going to hell in a handbasket. It's dark and gloom. I said, I talked to these girls out here that's 22, 23, the babies, the babies. My nuts are older than them. And they want to talk to you like they know everything, like they got all the answers. But yet your generation doesn't produce anything. You have, you have more access to information in your hands, but yet y'all make the dumbest decisions out there. You're the least informed about politics and the political system. Everything is a good time with you. You want to feel good. You want to drink, be high, hang out with your friends at 23. We're talking to the babies tonight. Nobody, we live in a time where no one's held accountable for their action. Somebody do something wrong. Oh, it's your fault. It's somebody else's fault. My dad didn't raise me like that. I did something wrong. It's your fault. You're going to fix it. You're going to fix it. Now in today's time, mama holding this boy hand till he turned 25, 30 years old, still holding her son's hand. Hell, some of them 50. Still holding their son's hand. Got to wipe the boo-boo for him. Clean the corner of the mouth. Man, look, I stand on my own too. So we're just going to keep feeding our kids negative TV shows. We're going to keep telling them our daughters they don't need men. We're going to tell our boys they don't ever have to grow up. They could just be boys at 40 years old. Where do we go from here, America? Where do we go from here, Black America? It's time for a change. It's time to elevate. I'm calling on the Gaza, the nation of Gaza Earth, the 5%. I'm calling on the nation. I'm calling on the more side to America. I'm calling on the Hebrew Israelite, all conscious movement. I'm calling on y'all to take back our community. Get these kids. You see them on the street doing wrong. It's time for us to run down. I don't care. We ain't forcing our school of thought and philosophy on them. We just talking righteousness, words of knowledge to them. Put it in their heads. Our kids is walking out here with they with their brain disconnected from their bodies. It's time for a change. I'm your host, The Red Baron. This is Boots on the Street Podcast. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean. I'm on all the majors. And we're back in 2021. We kicking knowledge, speaking the truth, shed some light from different political perspectives. We are here. Boots on the Street podcast. America, get ready because we are at war. Mm -hmm.